0: You're listening to The Light Weekly, the weekly podcast ministry of The Light KC. If you would like more information about our journey to reimagine church, visit us online at thelightkc.org. Good morning. We are in the middle of this series talking about how we, The Light KC, are going to live on mission. What our core values are. How do we live those out in our everyday life? Life. How do we live the light out in our everyday life? The Light KC is reimagining ways to connect our community with the hope of Jesus and then provide steps to follow him. That is the mission, that is what we're rallying behind, and we want you to be able to embrace that in such a way that it's life-changing for you and those that you come in contact with. This is really important as we look at this, as we think about relaunching a new thing, right? It takes grit, it takes determination, and it takes some imagination. It's been almost a year since we started this journey together, which is Unbelievable, right? Dreaming, believing, and praying about what could be. In a short amount of time, we've made some pretty big decisions to do some things to bring life back to the church and bring light to our community. And we've prayed about who we want to be and how we want to live this out. And as we've prayed about it and know that prayer has to be the foundation of everything we do. There are some common threads that begin to come up as we had meetings over the last year. We had what we called family meetings, and we came in and we talked about dreaming big and what that looks like. And with that very first week, we talked about how we want to celebrate the light of Jesus. We want to be encouraged We want to encourage others, we want to be able to worship together, we want to be able to pray together, so we celebrate the light. We gather for meaningful celebration. We don't want this just to be something that you do to check off your God card, but we want you to be able to do it and look forward to it and know that you're not only going to get something out of it, but you're going to give something out of it. And we celebrate that. But we also understand that we have to do a little bit better job of intentionally helping people walk in the light, to be transformed by the work of the Holy Spirit, so that Jesus is not a once-and-done encounter, but he is a lifelong journey of transformation. But there's also something else, as we talked over the last little bit, that kept coming up over and over and over, and that is carrying the light. Serving others with the light of Jesus shining through us. Because once we become a Christ follower, we carry that light in us. That's powerful. Do you understand what a powerful tool, what a powerful um, thing that you have, the power at work in you? You carry the light. So let's look at our key scripture Again, found in Matthew chapter 5. And let's dig into this just a little bit this morning. You are the salt of the earth, but what good is the salt if it's lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. That's powerful. We've been digging into this now for three weeks, and some of you like the, the child that will remain unnamed goes, are we done yet, right? Um, some of you were like, I wish we were about two songs ago. And others of you are like, no, I don't want it to end, right? Yeah. And we might as well just, I love kids. Let them say all the things. Let them, like, be on the stage. Let them cry. Just, you know, that just tells me that we have some new life happening in the church, and that's all good things. So... Um, But let's look at verse 16 a little more intently. It says, In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise the Heavenly Father. Right? So this is a powerful, powerful scripture. It's also a very, very convicting scripture. Did people praise the Heavenly Father this week because of you and your deeds? What is the meaning of a deed? Business, employment, that which is anyone is occupied, that which one undertakes to do, enter, enterprise, right? That's one way of looking at a, at a deed or any product, whatever, anything accomplished by hand, art, industry, or mind. Love that definition. An act, a deed, a thing done, the idea of working the idea of working so that someone else will have less work. Huh. Hmm. When was the last time you went to work and were like, I'm going to do something today to make sure that my coworker has less work? Or did you go and you say, I'm going to do something today to make my coworker have more work? Don't answer out loud. This is not a test, right? I find this a really interesting way to look at the scripture. Our good deeds, our work, our actions, our arts, our hobbies, those things that bring us to life, those everyday tasks, the things that we do so that others can see the light. Not our light, the light of the Heavenly Father. We are light bearers by walking in our calling and carrying the light wherever and however he calls us, how he created us. We serve others with our callings. Let that sink in a minute. And I've I've tried to be really clear about that a calling is not simply for a pastor who gets to be on the stage. You have a calling wherever and whatever you're doing in life. That is your calling. We carry the light whatever way he's called us to, and we serve others with our callings. Those two go hand in hand to me, and I'm going to break it down, and hopefully you'll understand, and maybe this will be your light bulb moment. So often we think serving is simply serving the building. When we think about church, we think of this building and this location. But really, serving should be happening even on a broader scale in your workplaces, in your family, and in our community. When we're talking about carrying the light, we're not simply talking about carrying the light back into our celebration. We're talking about carrying that light because we serve others in other locations. We serve in our workplaces. How many of you this week thought your job was exhausting? Now you can... Both hands, anyone? Okay, right? How... how... Many of you right now are in this space and place of wishing that you could do anything different. Like, if you could have a new career, if you could have a new house, if you could have a new family, like, right? You just, you're all over. I want, maybe you're wishing for retirement, right? And then I talk to retired people and they're like, I don't know, every day ends in why. What day is it, right? Right? Yeah. So what if, what if we change the way you think about your job and you embraced it as your calling and your opportunity to serve others for Jesus, even if you're retired? Again, remember, I have yet to find an example or the word retirement in the Bible. So you that are retired and every day ends in Y, um, you're not off the hook. I'm sorry. Your circles of influence, more than likely, I will never be part of. Chances are I won't know the same people that you know, where you work, where you play, where you live. But God has planted you there to serve. He's put you there for a purpose. Those, those water cooler conversations that you have, those Zoom calls where there's a few minutes waiting for everyone to join, Those are opportunities for you to let your light shine. Those are opportunities for you to serve those that God has placed in front of you. But oftentimes, we don't look at it that way. It was just a conversation around the water cooler. Do we even have water coolers in workplaces anymore? I don't know. Um, This is just sharing my age. But I did throw in the Zoom calls because I knew that was real, right? Right? These are opportunities. I hope for some of you, you can can have this light bulb moment with the Holy Spirit today that turns something on in you that you now realize that your work, your family, your school, your community is your mission field. It is the place where God has given you influence. So not only do we serve others in our workplaces, but we also serve them in the celebration This weekend service of celebration comes because people have sacrificed their time, their talent, and their treasure to serve others, to help create spaces and places for people of all ages to be part of a community to encourage them and lead them to Jesus. If you aren't serving, why? Jesus shows us so clearly what it meant to be a servant leader. He got down in the messes of people's lives, and he served them. If you were here for the Bible study on Wednesday night, I hear there was a conversation about what does a modern-day foot washing look like? How do you serve those around you today? How are you serving? How are you using your gifts, your talents, If the King of Kings, if Jesus Christ can get down and wash feet, what can you do? How has God gifted you? And I'm so thankful that he did not gift us all the same. How very boring would that be? I mean, I get so irritated over Facebook arguments over when you should decorate for fall or Christmas or whatever. Like, who cares? Right? If somebody loves Christmas and puts their Christmas tree up in August, how does that affect you? It doesn't. I'm saying this because I might put my Christmas tree up earlier than the rest of you, so just be prepared for this, right? My point is, it would be very boring if we were all alike. We wouldn't get, I mean, we, it, it would just be annoying. But God has gifted us in so many different ways, and your gifting is is to serve the kingdom. Not you, not your agenda, but to serve the kingdom. But we also serve those that God has placed in front of us to be his light. Who is God right now placed in front of you that you know you can serve? And, and I'm I'm not always talking about like washing actual feet here, but I am talking about who needs a meal. Maybe you're gifting as you love to cook and you are retired and you don't even know how to cook for one or two people, but you have a neighbor who's a single mom or a young family. Wow. If a meal showed up at my door when I was in the middle, well, who am I kidding even now? But when I was in the middle of raising little, you know, little ones That would have been the best gift ever. Do you know what the best meal is? One you didn't cook yourself. Right? We serve those who God has placed in front of us. I love that Single Moms Casey is here today. They're our community partner right now. And and we should be just falling all over ourselves to serve them and to serve them well. I, I have never been a single mom, but I come from a home where there was single parents. My sister was a single mom. My cousin, I have cousins that are single moms, right? And I understand. I have a bonus daughter who's a single mom. I understand the burden of single parenting. It ain't easy. And what can we do as the body of Christ to serve well? Next Saturday, we have an opportunity to be in our community and serve them. Strang Park is going to reopen. And they have invited us into the block party to help them to just to be there. That's at 4 o'clock. So here's what everybody needs to do right now. Everybody that has a phone. Everybody has a phone. Thank you. Pull those out if you have a phone. Go to your calendar. Everyone, like this... Hey, this is where you play along, like pull your phones out, go to your calendar, and in um, your calendar next Saturday, I want you to put four o'clock string park, and I would love if every one of you were there, like all of you, like, you know, I'm inviting you all, all to come, but if you can't be there, and see, I hate giving you a butt because some of you are like, yes, she gave me a butt. That just means from four to five, you're going to be spending an hour in prayer for that event. So your options, you have two. You can come or you can pray for an hour. On your light bulb moment next Sunday, I'm going to ask you to be accountable to that. Did you come or did you pray? And some of you are like, well, I have plans. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, so did I. I changed them. Because the kingdom is more important than my plans. People are dying for the hope of Jesus, and we have it. We carry the light with us. I think sometimes, church, we expect to see rewards on investments we never made. We expect our neighborhood to show up at church because we hung a new sign. We had a party. They should know we're new, and they should come, right? We expect a reward on an investment we never made. We expect our neighbors to do something when they don't have any idea what the expectation really is. Are you waiting? Maybe you should write down this question. Are you waiting for a reward on an investment you never made? I'm convicted by this. I have a lot of prayer requests, right? And I can pray those like, I did that. Check, 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 check. But then I realize that in order to see God move, he's really wanting us to pray about it. I mean, like, really, like, keep at it. We constantly are going at it. But I can give up pretty quick. But then I wonder why he's never answering, <laughs> If we say with our mouth, we carry the light, but it's not showing one person who the Father is, are you really carrying the light? When we carry this light, it becomes so much a part of us that it can't help but shine. The other way we carry the light is we practice a rational generosity with our time, our talent, and our treasure to bring the light to all people. You see, serving others takes resources. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen because we all agree on the mission. It doesn't just happen because we all show up here on a Sunday. No, we understand that what we do is a matter of life and death in the kingdom of God. And we live out irrational generosity in all areas of our lives. And we've talked about how we spend our time, right? Like, where do you spend your time? How do you use your talent? But how about your treasure? Where or what does your money serve? Does your money carry the light with it? Does it make a difference in the kingdom of God? I'm going to be honest with you more butts in the seat is not how the church is going to reach its mission. If butts in the seats were all we needed to, to reach the mission, we would just celebrate the light and, and moments and all of these things, and we would just check off our God cards and we would leave here. And by that, the kingdom of God should grow exponentially, right? Except that's not what's happening. Butts in the seat actually does not equal a growing kingdom of God. It means that we've grown a building, And I want to see us grow the kingdom of God. And I'm not saying that there is not absolute uh, value. And obviously, we want to celebrate the light. We want more people to come and we want more people to celebrate. But we don't want them just to come and celebrate and not have an encounter with Jesus that transforms them. I don't want you just to come and and feel good about yourself because you came today. I want you to come and be encouraged and ready to go carry your light to wherever God has planted you. Your treasure is a direct gift to you by the Father. He owns it all. And when we walk around with the illusion that it is our money, our time, and our talent, we have missed that these are gifts from God, that none of it comes to us that has not come first through the Father, where is your treasure? Where are you serving the kingdom of God? How do your resources reflect the heart of God? And in case you need to know this, God doesn't need your money. He needs your obedience. If the light KC doesn't step up into this place that he's called us to, no worries, he'll send someone else. He'll send another church. He'll send another group of people. We have an opportunity to be the light to this community, to these neighbors. But if we don't do it, someone else will. We carry the light so that we can serve others with our time, our talent, and our treasure. And we understand that when we do this, we serve out of the abundant grace that God has given to us. And we want others to experience the same kind of grace. I loved this video clip I saw this week. Watch this. I gotta tell you, Ray, when I first got here, all I wanted to do was take that checkbook out, write a check, and get out. But I'm glad you gave me that spoon. Ladle. A spoon is for feeding yourself. A ladle is for serving others. Ladle, right. Well, I'm excited that you invited me. Sounds like you got a taste tonight, Mr. Donovan. A taste? A taste of true life. 1 Timothy 6. Command those who are rich in this present world. No offense, Mr. Donovan, but that's you. Command them not to put their hope in wealth, but in God who gives us everything. Do good. Be rich in good deeds. Be generous, willing to share, so that they will take hold of a life that is truly life. Some of you are really good at using your spoon and feeding yourself and growing your own faith, but God wants you to use a ladle much larger than the one that I gave you today where you serve others and you grow his kingdom. You see, I had this brilliant plan to give you all ladle today. And I got on Amazon and I typed in ladle and I sent this link to Katie and Jason. I'm like, "Hey, I found ladles." Both of them questioned my judgment but said nothing to me. And then they came in the mail and I was like, "Hmm. That's not quite what I had in mind." But here we are. I'm not, I understand that this is just a piece of plastic and whether it's small or large, some of you will throw it in the trash as soon as you get home or lose it in your purse or in your car, but you've been given a ladle. It's not so that you can have bigger portions. It's so that you can pour out. But some of us want bigger portions. Some of us want to just heap that right in our mouth. This big heaping. Where are you where are you carrying the light? Where are you serving others? get so wrapped up in ourselves spoons are important you do need to feed yourself you need to grow in maturity and feed yourself God's word and, but that's not where it stops so as we go into our light bulb moments we go into our time of prayer I want you to think about your ladle what is God saying to you in these moments where we're just going to give you a few minutes to respond? A few, I say a few, we're going to give you like one minute. Pull out your light bulb moment, hold your ladle, and go, hmm. and if you didn't get a ladle, we have more. What's God saying to you today? Where do you need to set down your spoon and pick up your ladle? We do every week. We open up the front for you to bring your burdens, your requests, your light bulb moments, your whatever you are facing. This is a safe place for you to come. For you to understand that God has called you by name and he loves you so very much. Father God, as we bow in your presence today, Lord, I just, I just pray that our hearts would be stirred would be um, convicted. God, you've called us to carry this light with us wherever we go, wherever you planted us, in all the ways that you've gifted us. And I'm so thankful that you have gifted each one of us differently. And, And then you pull us all together to be your body and you say, go and share this light with others carry it with you serve others let that pour out of you and so god i pray that we would sit down our spoons and pick up our ladles and we would just let that splash out this week into our jobs into our families into our schools into our homes god wherever you are planting us in our neighborhoods lord we pray for next saturday where we have the opportunity to go to the park and hang out with our neighbors with no other agenda than to serve them, to know them, to carry your light. God, we love you this morning. And we just are so grateful that you don't abandon us, that you continue to call us by name. God, we love you this morning. It's in your holy name we pray. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you would like to connect with us, please visit our website at thelightkc.org. More information is available in the show notes.